Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario. I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by Luke Korak. He's the Blues insider for NHL.com. You can also follow him on Twitter at LKorak10. Lou, thank you as always for the time, my friend. What'd you think of the Blues win last night? Well, it was finally good to see. I mean, it only took five months, guys. I mean, um, we hadn't talked about a Blues win since what March 11th. Uh, it was nice. It's nice to finally, you know, be able to point out some things on the winning side here, and uh, definitely a well-deserved win. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think they were, you know, they were probably good enough to win that game in regulation, in my opinion. But uh, this is the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, and sometimes, you know, you gotta you got to put in a little extra effort to get that W and they're on the board. And uh, I think we have ourselves a series now. Sweet Lou. How are you, buddy? Riv, you sound a little upbeat this morning. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, running on very little fuel, but I am very (laughs) excited about the win last night. Um, Obviously, I think the big question that that Craig Berube is going to face today is, do you go back to Jake Allen or do you go with Jordan Bennington? So, sweet Lou, I'm not going to let you off the hook today. I'm uh, wondering what your opinion is on that, and maybe if you have a lean one way or the other, having talked to anybody yet about it. Well, I put in my two cents the other day, which doesn't mean it equates to much, but I thought that they should go with uh, 34 in the cage last night. And uh, I'll be honest with you, it's it's a tough question. It's it, it's not as cut and dry as one might think, but uh, – I think with the way he performed last night and just being fresh, and when I say fresh, I mean he hasn't been taxed a lot. I mean, Jordan Bennington's gotten, you know, the majority of the minutes and the ice time since they've been up in Edmonton, and the fact that they're not traveling and the fact that they're right there, I I think you've got to go back to Jake Allen. I mean, he put in a great effort last night, uh, looked calm to me, and I I thought that was really – really key for this team. Uh, We've seen Jake in the past when he struggled, uh, you sort of see him swimming around in his net and he's off his angles. And, but I just thought he was really composed last night and two goals he gave up. I mean, those are, those are world-class shots by, by world-class players. Let's face it. And I mean, you know, one off of uh, just a mental mistake on the too many men. And then you had, uh, you know, two reliable defensemen, obviously with miscommunication there and you you basically give him a goal. So he made the saves that he had to make. Yes, he saw 41 shots last night, but uh, 
I, I think that, you know, this is something that he's been able to handle in the past. I mean, Jamie, you can attest to this. I mean, these guys in the minor leagues, I mean, they're used to what, you know, going back to back to back. So this isn't anything new for him. So I, I, I think if uh, Craig Berube has that chat with him and Jake Allen says, yeah, I'm ready to go, I think you got to go with him again because he gave that team a spark last night. Another guy that gave the team a spark last night was Justin Falk. It, it was, for me, the best that I've seen him in a Blues uniform, Lou. What changed for him last night? And how do you think they get this out of him more consistently moving forward? I just think that he was engaged. I mean, he led the team in hits with eight last night, which is something that you don't normally see. Uh, You know, he incorporated himself into the offense and was pinching when he needed to pinch, was, you know, stable, uh, getting behind pucks and positionally sound. I mean, he was just all over the ice. And when I've watched him in the past in games where, you know, you don't see him really make, make much of an impact, he's just kind of there and, you know, hoping you know making some of those hope plays but not necessarily making confident plays he just looked like a confident hockey player last night I mean makes a great read to jump in there with Robert Thomas makes the great play and with the four check and separates uh, Stetcher from the puck and is able to you know thread the needle to him there and make a great slot pass and they tie it up and he just he just made really good hockey decisions and looked like a very confident hockey player and Boy, if he could just uh, keep that blueprint uh, moving forward here, I think he's going to start winning the fan base over again because, let's face it, you know, Blues fans have expected a lot more out of him this year. I understand it's it's a complete different change for him and a complete different system, and it just hasn't really happened for him on a consistent basis. But I think that's the Justin Falk that uh, the Blues were hoping to get from the very beginning. Lou, we, uh, we were out without Alex Steen last night. We were without Vladimir Tarasenko. We were without Ivan Barbashev. I'm just wondering if you have your ear to the ground at all, wondering maybe uh, how far away Ivan Barbashev is from being cleared from quarantine to join the St. Louis Blues. And also, the same breath, I'd like to know if we have any idea of what these nagging injuries are that may be holding Alex Steen and Vladimir Tarasenko out of the lineup. Well, that's a million-dollar question, Riv, and it's uh, it's a tough one. You know, Craig Berube was, as usual, you know, pretty noncommittal with it last night and uh, calling both guys uh, day-to-day right now. And uh, you're right, they have been nagging injuries because these are these are things where they've been able to get in the lineup and then they're out of the lineup, get in the lineup and out of the lineup. At least that's the way it's been with uh, Alex Steen here. And obviously Tarasenko missed a game there during the round robin and got right back on the horse uh and last night, uh, kind of a surprise not to see him in the lineup, but something there must be something underlying there. I wish I could tell you what it was, but not not anything to my knowledge on either guy. You know, this is this is the playoffs. Everything's pretty tight-lipped, and with uh, more restrictions up there, it's even tougher to get information out right now. But uh, Barbashev, uh, my understanding is, is if he got into the – he got there on the 14th, which would have been, I'm getting my days mixed up here, Friday. He's going to have to go four days of quarantine and produce four negative days of testing for COVID-19. So uh, if I got my math right, um, today would be his fourth day. So my understanding is he would have to miss tonight, but tomorrow would be the first day that he would be eligible to return. So while you would love to have him back in the lineup and I really thought that they've missed him in this series and uh, a guy that just uh, really makes an impact for this team uh, 
doing all the little things, uh, they can definitely use him back in a lineup. It would be great to have him in there tonight, especially to provide a fresh body, but unfortunately doesn't look like that's going to happen. And, uh, you know, I think the lineup last night that performed, performed well. If he goes with the same lineup again, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, And why would you change things right now, considering I thought they played their most complete game since they've been up there? Again, we're talking with Lou Korak, better known as Sweet Lou, who covers the St. Louis Blues for NHL.com. And you can find him on Twitter at LKorak10. Lou, I want to stick with the lineup a little bit here. And again, another young guy that I'd like to hit on, Jordan Cairo. This guy, you know what? Bit of a surprise to see him join the series last night, although his speed is desperately needed. You know, your first take on on Jordan Cairo last night, I personally thought that it was arguably one of the best games I've seen him play in a Blues uniform. I agree with you, and uh, not just for the fact of what he produces and what we know that he can produce. We know he's got the ability to produce the offense. We know this guy, when he gets the puck, he can make things happen. We know he's able to blow by a defenseman when he's got the real estate to do it, but... It's just the little things away from the puck and being defensively responsible. I thought those were some of the areas that you saw last night, and Craig Berube touched on that. He thought it was his most complete game, and I agreed with him. And uh, those are the things that they're trying to get out of him. I think it's very similar to what you saw when the Blues were first starting to work Sammy Blay into the lineup. An offensive-minded guy, you know what you're going to get from him on that side of the puck, but the little things away from the puck, just being defensively responsible, not being caught out of position, making smart plays with the puck, being positionally sound. Those are things that they were working with him. And Blay finally got it. And uh, although it's one game, let's let's not jump the gun here. You'd love to see this continue. If this does continue, though, I think you're going to see Jordan Cairo more regularly in the lineup. And I thought it was a good switch that they moved him up there and played him with Shannon Bozak last night because you can obviously see the impact that he made and, and helping those guys make plays as well. So not, not to knock Oscar Sundquist, I think he's very a very sound hockey player, but I think he can really stabilize that fourth line more than a Jordan Cairo can. Jordan Cairo to me is just not a fourth line type of a player and the things that they're asking those guys to do. So those are some of the subtle changes that I thought worked out for them. And, uh, you know, if Jordan Cairo can kind of get it in his head that last night is kind of the way that they're looking for me to play, he's going to be a regu- more regular in this lineup and, and deservedly so. Lou, one thing we talked a lot about during the pause was what the Blues are going to have to do this offseason in order to retain Alex Petrangelo. Like, what what would have to be shipped out in order to keep Petro here? And a guy that we brought up a lot was the potential of trading Jaden Schwartz because of the contract, the number that is on the books, and what that would mean for Petro being able to come back. As I'm watching this series, I just have a really hard time looking at what Jaden Schwartz is doing and saying to myself, yeah, that's a guy that the Blues could afford to lose in the offseason. Do you think that that is somebody that the Blues would look to potentially trade? And how much would they be losing by giving up on that guy whenever we're seeing what he brings to the table in this series? Well, that's a great question. And uh, that's that's a tough one to answer because there are – while you know what you're going to get Schwartz on a, a daily basis in, in the effort category, this guy is never to be questioned for his effort and his tenacity and just his willingness to go all out to try to help this hockey club win. And uh, 
those are all great traits to have. But, uh, you know, we're getting towards the end of his contract and where you could see the horizon where, you know, another deal is going to be on the table for him. And you're probably looking at a guy that's, you know, going to want an uptick in salary. And, and when you start talking about that, you're probably looking at a guy that's going to be looking at that $6 million or more a year range. And that's a question that the Blues are going to have to ask themselves. Do they want to make that kind of a commitment? Now, Jaden Schwartz, he definitely has an offensive side upside to him, and we know how much he can produce offensively, but can they get that kind of production out of him consistently? I think if you're going to be paying a guy that kind of money, you're going to have to consistently get the offensive numbers out of him to match all those other great traits that I had mentioned earlier about him. If he can produce that on a consistent basis, I find it difficult to be able to want to part with a guy like that who's great in the locker room, great with his teammates. They absolutely love having him. Those are some of the little things that, you know, tend to go unnoticed too. I mean, you know, do you really want to part yourself with a popular guy? I'm not sure right now that's something that uh, I'd want to be looking at, but with the Alex Petrangelo situation literally staring the blues in the face here, you're going to have to look at all options, and I definitely think that is something that you're going to have to look at for sure. Hopefully those decisions can be put off a little bit longer as the Blues try to get back into this series and even things up tonight. You can read his work. He's Luke Korak. You find it NHL.com. You can also follow him on Twitter at LKorak10. Lou, we always appreciate the time, my man. Enjoy the game tonight. Try to get yourself some sleep here eventually. Good talking to you, boys. Let's do it again tonight, and hopefully we're talking about a best-of-three series here tomorrow. You got it. That's Luke Korak joining us here on 101 ESP.